Welcome to Live on Purpose Radio with Dr. Paul Jenkins, where you will hear inspiring stories of ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Feed your mind with a regular dose of positive energy and show up for your life every day on purpose. Living on purpose means that you have a purpose and you do it intentionally. And now, here's your host, Dr. Paul. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Live on Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink who expands your life with another episode of Live on Purpose Radio. My guest today is Travis Brady. Welcome to the show, Travis. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm so glad you're here. Travis is a transformational coach. We'll talk a little bit more about what that means as we get into it. He is also a speaker. He's a nutritionist. He's a trainer. Um, yep. You do all kinds of coaching uh, in the physical realm as well as the mental realm. Yeah, the the mind embodies one. You know, when one is good or bad, it affects the other, and and vice versa. So yeah, the mind. Yeah. So that's why I say the mind embodies one, and you being a psychologist, you definitely understand that. Oh yeah. In fact, I'm teaching my clients that all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll ask, well, is this a chemical thing or is it just in my head? <laughs> I'm like, are those uh, mutually exclusive? I mean, yeah, because like you're saying, we're, we're, we're integrated beings. Mm-hmm. So whatever's going on in our mind is also going to affect our body and vice versa. Absolutely. And yeah. that's part of what we get to talk about today. So tell us a little bit about your story, where you came from and what kind of brought you to this place where you are now. Yeah, you know, I grew up uh, playing sports and telling my parents I'm going to be a major league baseball player and I'm going to fly you to every single one of my games <laughs> when I get oh nice when I get older. So yeah, playing yeah. sports was uh, definitely a big part of my life and where I drew you know a lot of my confidence from. And mm-hmm. um, I wasn't this uh, big, strong, natural athletes. I mean, I would say. Um, you know, I, w- I was average in, in my strength. I, I was talented, but uh, I was really limited in my performance with uh, my strength and mm-hmm. everything. So going into the sports, you know, you just nowadays, if, you know, being in sport, if you're not working out and doing speed and conditioning, I mean, you're going to be well behind everyone else. So, yeah, sure. um, so I got into it at a young age. As soon as my mom came into the room and lifted this barbell and I tried to lift it and I couldn't lift it. I was like, okay, this is kind of embarrassing. Dude, your mom yeah. is stronger. <laughs> <laughs> but I was in sixth grade. So I mean, legitimate yeah. excuse. <laughs> okay. Anyways, uh, my dad came in and there was the same, uh, bar he had when he was young. Um, I actually uh, have a picture of me when I was like two years old, you know, uh, pretending like I was lifting it in there. So it's just kind of funny to look back and see how that photo has really shaped the way where I've gone in my life today. Anyways, three sets of 10 on curls. That's all I need to do. That's all I knew what to do. Um, Mm -hmm. And so my bicep was the only thing I worked out. And uh, kind of funny to look back because that was... um, I mean, just to work out one small muscle, you know, but that's, that's where it started. And I just became uh, really addicted to it. Cause if I started to get stronger, anything that you started to notice results, you start mm-hmm. to want to do it more. 
any, anything yeah. in life. Yeah. If you see a result, you like, I want to, I want to do this more. And so the, the result wasn't immediate, but it's like, oh man, there's, there's a little bump there, Getting you know? Yeah. <laughs> so then it led into sports. Um, you know, I was in high school, I really got into the training. I, it became the point where, I mean, I was hitting home runs in high school. Um, whereas I never even hit one until I got into high school. It was always these mm -hmm. other kids and I mean they're hitting 18 home runs in one season and I couldn't even hit one mm -hmm. and when it got to high school it, I mean it really flip-flopped and yeah it just I felt really good and it just I got really involved with it and started learning as much as I could about it and, and how to get better and it just became right. a you know a healthy addiction and then it just naturally led into um, training and then the training was like okay now if they're not eating right now they're not going to get the best results so it led into the nutrition and then mm -hmm. down the road I was like well why aren't my clients getting these best results why are they, why are they struggling I mean I'm telling them what to do mm -hmm. but the thing is is like there was something deeper going on inside their head right. other parts of their life so that's when I really got into the the life coaching and bridging those two things together so you've learned a lot in this process about how the mind works, how the body works, how those two things work together. Mm -hmm. I don't even know that they're two things. It's just part of the same thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you were sharing with me over lunch today, Travis, some things that you've learned about how we're kind of set up for some predictable challenges just mm -hmm. from an evolutionary standpoint. Can you share that with our listeners? Yeah, so what I always tell my clients and, and when I'm getting into a specific nutrition presentation, you know, if we look about our evolution as a species, I mean, we've been on this earth for thousands of years. And so when you look at the way we live and even the last, you know, I would say 50, 100 years is so much different compared to our ancestries. I mean, mm -hmm. naturally... Uh, we don't want to move as people and when we get a chance to eat we eat as much as we can when our ancestors were alive they couldn't go across to the gas station and pick up some microwave burritos they had to right. hunt it down they had to go and kill it and not getting eaten by a tiger you know in the meanwhile and yeah and then once they killed it once they got their food they had to eat all of it they couldn't just go and throw it in the freezer and you know maybe they didn't have a freezer yeah yeah, yeah. so they had to eat as much as they could when they had that food available and then it's not like they're gonna be off just dancing around you know and doing unproductive stuff they're conserving their energy because they don't know when they're going to eat again. So if you, now you fast forward it in our time, we're naturally lazy. And when we get a chance to eat, we're going to eat as much as we can. Um, years ago, mm -hmm. uh, when I was at Lifetime Fitness, we had two desks uh, for our trainers. And one of them got moved to a standing desk. And we kind of all joked, yeah, now everyone's going to be over there on the sitting desks, you know, instead of standing. And sure enough that's where everyone went everyone I mean you're talking about trainers you're talking about people who, who understand fitness yeah, and it's just hardwired into us I mean that that's what yeah people have to understand is we have to be conscious in our actions I mean they say 95% of our actions are subconscious come from the unconscious mm. level and I mean that's 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 substantial so it was kind of funny to see these trainers you know who understand movement 
you know, just moving, but naturally we just don't want to move. I mean, if you think about exercise, it's we're forcing ourselves to, to do it. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's for the purpose of conserving energy. Because from an evolutionary standpoint, mm -hmm. you don't want to go waste all of your energy if you're going to need it later on to go kill your food. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Even though that's no longer relevant mm -hmm. for most of us. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's forcing us and even, um, you know, myself, it will be, you know, like who's gonna, who's gonna get up and get the door. I don't want to get it. You get up and get the door. So it's like, <laughs> right. we, we just don't want to move as human beings. But that's the thing is like, we need to move. We are, we are meant to move. We're not meant to sit at a desk all day. And mm -hmm. as we start to move, we start to release these powerful hormones. We feel better. And when we feel better, it just manifests up into our brain and creates energy and the energy is able to create results in your life. I had a client uh, last week or two weeks ago and he uh, messaged me and said, uh, hey, Travis, I can't come today. I have a really bad cold. I couldn't even sit at my desk and click a few buttons because I didn't feel good like people don't right. understand this like if you don't feel good you don't do anything and being right. sick we don't feel good and you think oh well can't you at least sit at the desk and operate your brain no because your body doesn't feel good it's in protect mode it's trying to keep itself alive essentially and so when your body doesn't feel good when you don't do the things on a daily basis to make your body feel good well, then you can't do stuff. You can't sit at your desk and operate your job to your highest, strongest self because you don't feel good. So people who say, well, I don't have enough time to exercise because I want to make money. Well, you don't realize that you can make more money and you can create more as you start to move your body more because it's going to manifest up into the brain. So like I was saying earlier, like the, the body and the mind are one. They work mm -hmm. synergistically together. And as I work with my clients, it doesn't, it doesn't surprise me that even though we're not focusing on the life coaching part of it, we're focusing more on maybe just the nutrition or training, but they always make more money. They always yeah. make more money. They're always more productive. And, it, and some of my clients are su surprised, but it doesn't surprise me at all. Right. When you said this thing about, oh, I'm, you know, I don't have time to exercise because yeah. I got to go make money. I got to mm -hmm. do my thing. I got to perform. Mm -hmm. It's, it's kind of like saying, well, I don't want to stop for gas cause I want to get where I'm going. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And what I, when people say that I go, so you want some currency in your life. You want more currency and they're like, mm. okay, yeah. Current. So you want to generate more current currency. Where are you getting this extra power from? Power, current. Power. So yeah, power, power creates energy. Energy creates current. Mm -hmm. So if I want to create more currency, I got to create more power within me. Sure, I could leverage my time by hiring people. But again, going back to... People are lazy. They don't like to move. Like if they see that your power is down and you're not alive, essentially, you're essentially dying, they're not going to want to move as fast 
and they're not going to want to create anything for you because they see that your power's down. So as you feel better, I mean, what percent of communication is body language? Mm, a lot of it. Yeah. And so as you, as you start to exercise, you feel better, you stand up straighter, you smile, you ready all these great hormones. Now you're able to inspire your other employees. Now they see your strength. Now they want to move more. Everything ultimately comes back to you, whether you're doing the work or not. Right. Because you're the source of that energy. You're, yeah, you're the core, you're the core source. I mean, you think about, you know, you see it with sports organizations and it's like they change the CEO of the company. I mean, the CEO is not doing all the work, but mm -hmm. the CEO's power creates energy throughout that whole entire organization. So if that CEO or that person doesn't have the power, then it definitely gets spread good or bad, you know, throughout the yeah, rest of the organization. Yeah, one way or the other. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I'm sure we can name a bunch of companies who, you, you know, you make that switch with the CEO or mm -hmm. that head manager and things completely change. It just changes the whole organization. Mm -hmm. So quick recap before we go into our break. Sure. Um, I, I know because I've worked with a lot of people on this issue. Mm -hmm. I've had similar feelings myself. Probably you have as well, mm -hmm. where it's easy to get into a mentality when you said people are, are basically lazy, uh -huh. that's, that's not a derogatory thing that you're saying. It's just an observation because from an evolutionary standpoint, uh -huh. we're, we're kind of hardwired, if you will, to conserve energy sure, so that we can use that energy for survival, mm -hmm. to get the next meal, to kill the next mm -hmm. food. Yep. Um, and then we're also wired to consume as much as possible when it's available to us. So even though that's not relevant anymore because of our, our culture of convenience, mm -hmm. um, we're still kind of wired that way. So what you're sharing with us here today, I think helps to take some of the shame and the guilt out of that equation. Mm -hmm. Just realize this is what people do. Doesn't mean that you're bad. No, absolutely. And and I'll have clients come in like, Travis, something's wrong with me. I am <laughs> addicted to sugar. I have, and it's like, no, you're you're not addicted to it. You're just you're just doing you're just doing stuff that makes your body want to crave sugar. And I've been in that same spot. I've been in all of the similar feelings and emotions my my clients have i've had a bad relationship with food i've had a bad relationship with my body i've been lazy you know and so and again lazy is a side effect too is, is so when yeah. someone says you know i you know i'm too lazy to go to the gym no you're not too lazy you're just you don't have you're not inspired you don't see what the benefits will be from actually exercising because you talk right. to people that exercise it's addiction. They love it. And they see, they see how it benefits our life and it makes them feel good. Like we move based upon how we feel. And so people just, they view, some people view exercises, oh, it's going to be hard. It's going to take time out of my day. So they view all these things. And so now the side effect is I'm not going to do it. So now they call themselves lazy. So when someone says right. I'm lazy, I always say, no, no, you're not. But naturally, we want to be lazy. Naturally, we don't want to move. But it's more, again, just a side effect. So it's really about overcoming some of those natural tendencies mm -hmm. and understanding the principles that allow us to, to use our very nature 
to our advantage because you also said that it's in our nature to move, mm-hmm. to be active mm-hmm. and productive and creative and all of those good things. Yeah. Well, that sets us up really nicely for another conversation. As we come back from this break, we'll dive into some of those principles. You ready to share some of those? Yes, absolutely. Awesome. We'll be right back, folks. on purpose radio listeners the fact that you're listening to this show probably means that you're a fan of personal development your personal development library should include copies of both of my books pathological positivity and the pocket-sized companion portable positivity there's a dot com for both titles so you can share these books with others i also have a special offer just for listeners of the show Go to drpauljenkins.com forward slash L-O-P-R for Live On Purpose Radio. I'll send you signed copies of both for a special discounted rate. That's drpauljenkins.com forward slash L-O-P-R. today folks we got Travis Brady and can I just tell you this guy is ripped <laughs> he's sitting here saying yeah I struggled with body image and <laughs> strength issues and you know but you've you've made some progress since then haven't you yeah and, and I know it sounds funny to to some people and my um client was saying uh you know it was a while ago and they're like yeah travis it's it's really easy for you to be confident because look at you right and i go okay but where do you go when you look in the mirror and you see this and you feel like you have it but you don't feel confident you can't look people in the eyes you can't talk Mm -hmm. to girls you can't stand up and spread your message where do you go then mm-hmm. and so it's uh yeah i mean there was there was uh there was a time years ago where that was the conversation that that went through my head and it was uh so because again the, the body and mind have to be brought together and so i was so focused on my body that I forgot to strengthen my mind along with it. And so I was almost compensating. So my body was helping me get through the things. And mean, it did, I mean, working out my body helped in so many ways, but I started to ignore uh, my mind and some of the things that got in there. And I didn't realize Mm -hmm. it was self-sabotaging myself. So um, yeah, so I, I really understand my clients and, you know, in every way, what they're going through. And it's really not an either or thing. Mm-hmm. You work on both. Yeah, yeah, you have to. I mean, to be yeah. your to be your best self. Because we always like the, someone asked me, "What would you give? What's the definition of happiness?" Mm-hmm. And I'd say, when we're getting stronger, when our body's getting stronger, our mind's getting stronger, our finances are getting stronger, our relationships are getting stronger. When we're getting stronger, that's mm-hmm. really what makes us happy. 
at the end of the day. That's how I would describe happiness. So we're doing a little strength coaching today. Yeah, strength coaching. <laughs> In all of those areas, yeah. right? I, I just have to, while you're here, yeah. I just really want to pick your brain a little bit about the practical side of this. Sure. So, so we've set it up nicely. I mean, we as human beings, we've got some predictable challenges we get to deal with. Some of those just come from the evolution of our species. Mm-hmm. But understanding how our mind and body works mm-hmm. and then applying specific principles to move forward, that's, mm-hmm. that's the solution, I think. Absolutely. So where would you where would you take us with that? When I begin with most clients, um, I always have them write down what will their story be. So we start to get into the visualization, and they actually write a story of as you go through this transformation, what's going to happen? How are you going to feel? What changes are you going to see? But I don't have them write it in the future sense. I write, have them write it as if. It's already happened. Present tense. Yeah, present tense. And, um, you know, sure, you understanding the brain, that's how we, that's what inspires us the most mm-hmm. is working off present tense. Because if we're always thinking the future, the future, we're not doing the things today to create that future. Right. And so starting with the story, so I'll meet this, I'll meet clients all the time. Oh my gosh, I got to get ready for a wedding. Oh my gosh, I got a vacation. And so they have this story in their mind of what they want to create. Well, they get ready look good, go on vacation, that's where their story ended. So now they revert back to everything. So it's constantly having that story and that visualization always moving forward. So if you do have a vacation, what's that next thing? So again, we move based upon how we feel. So if we're feeling good, so if we create this positive story in our head, we're gonna be more motivated to, hey, it's 5 a.m., gym time. Uh-huh. And so it's, I, so I tell my clients, let's not be a helicopter. Let's start off slow. You see TV, like the biggest loser and they're just mm-hmm. murdering these people. I mean, they're crying and people go, oh my gosh, that's what that it takes to get in shape. Fun. Yeah. That's what it takes to get in shape. I don't want to do that. So again, we push ourselves away from pain. We don't, we don't like to feel pain. So if we can start off slow. So with clients that have maybe never exercised, just committing to moving your body for 30 minutes a day and it's just working your your way up from there. What happens is people feel like they have to get into the everyday two hours or one hour murdering their body. They're sore. They don't feel good. They start to crave more sugar. So now they eat more sugar because their body's under the stress and it's just a domino effect going in the wrong direction instead of the right direction. So Wait, so the sugar craving, can, yeah. it, tell us more about that because you shared something with me earlier that I think are- Yeah, so when we're stressed mentally, emotionally, um, when you don't get enough sleep, that's a stress on the body. Mm-hmm. Um, going back to evolution, we're meant to get eight hours of sleep. From an evolution standpoint, it's dark at, dark at 10, light at six. Mm-hmm. So the optimal hours of sleep are 10 to six. So that's why they say eight hours. Mm. Okay. So when we don't get enough sleep, that's a stress on the body. Right. When we're uh, late for work, we are behind on some bills. We're fighting with our boss. We're fighting with our wife. We're fighting with our boyfriend. We break up with them or whatever it might be. Get bad news. Yeah. We, we get stressed. Our body thinks, oh my gosh, I'm getting chased by a tiger right now. I better move fast. So what's fast energy? What makes our bodies respond fast is sugar. That's why when you give okay. sugar to kids, they're like instantly like, ha ah, ha, you know, dance around. It's kind of like a rocket fuel. Yeah, rocket fuel. And so it's uh, it's quick acting energy. 
And so once our body burns it, now we start to crave it. So when you start exercising super hard, your body is now starting to burn a lot of sugar. So that's why I say we need to take off like an airplane and set up a helicopter. Hmm. So when clients want to come in, they want to do this rigorous exercise program. I was like, no, you're better off just starting out slow. Just the fact that you're moving, you should feel better leaving the gym than you do when you enter the gym. And some people are crawling out of there, you know, on their hands and knees. <laughs> feeling beat up. Feeling beat up, yeah. And I, and I did this too, you know, when I first started working out. I mean, I was so driven, I was so motivated, and I felt like I had to destroy myself. I remember one time I went to the gym, I just murdered my legs. I probably did nine different exercises, which today I do half that for my workout. So I did nine different exercises. I was walking out of the gym, I like fell on the ground because my leg collapsed. I was so sick to my stomach and you have to get protein after you work out to start to, the repair process. Yeah. So I had taken the shake and oh my gosh, this was such a nasty protein. No. Oh, it was nasty protein. So I go to the edge of the stairs, walk downstairs and I just puke all of it all down the stairs. Oh dear. <laughs> and, and yeah, it, oh man, it, it was, it was stinky for a while. So I wipe it all up, you know, still sick and being as motivated as I was, I went back and like man i just threw up all this protein i need more protein so i drink another protein shake (laughs) so yeah but you don't need to do that you don't need to you don't need to fact, that's that's probably counterproductive absolutely yeah there's this so there's under training and then there's over training we Mm want to find that that sweet spot in the middle and really we just need to listen to our body and how you're and how you're feeling yeah and so if you feel Again, if you f- don't feel good leaving the gym, then you probably exercise too hard. Okay. So that's a sense. If- so I'm, I'm gathering a couple of things here. Yeah. And you said, first, get clear about your why. Mm-hmm. Figure out what is the story? What, sure. is, what are you creating here? And have it be more than, you know, you just want to look good on vacation. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but the vacation's gonna, going to end. Yeah, you're going to have multiple stories. People ask me, what's your story? Well, I want to be able to go hiking and run up with my dog. I want to do the Spartan. I want to play basketball with my friends on the weekend. I want to look good in my clothes. Um, when the zombie apocalypse comes, I want to be able to break some necks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, they're dearming us with guns. You know, you need some other way to protect yourself. Just uh, yeah. throwing it, kind of throwing it out there. There you go. Get some other kinds <laughs> of guns going on. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, there's lots of stories, but yeah, exactly what you're saying. And then get moving. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not that you have to go start, you know, some crazy workout routine or, mm-hmm. or join Biggest Loser, jump on P90X or whatever. Mm-hmm. Start moving. Yep. And you're saying even just a half hour a day. Are you talking just get up and walk around? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be different for everyone. Um, you know, I've worked uh, with, uh, you know, ladies as old as 83 years old. And, oh, wow. And um, they're just walking on the treadmill. We're just shape, we're stretching really light stuff. For someone like you, you'd be like, uh, this isn't going to do anything. But yeah. for her, that was that perfect, like I was saying, that perfect medium. And she, she's, yeah, yeah, she's so okay. funny. She's just like, oh, I feel so much better. And she, it's just so awesome to see, um, you know, the impact that's had on her life. And then as you notice the results, as you notice how you feel, that's naturally going to reinforce the activity. Mm-hmm. 
And then obviously nutrition. Any pointers you want to give us along those lines? Nutrition goes, you know, a lot of companies will tell, you know, we're stuck in do this, do that, don't eat this, don't eat that. Understanding Good that. Good foods, bad foods. Yeah, everyone knows McDonald's. So if I were to come here and say, guess what? McDonald's is bad. I don't think I'm blowing anybody's mind by saying that, <laughs> right? <laughs> what? But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> guess what I learned today? McDonald's <laughs> is bad. We all, we all know it's bad. It's just the fact that we're not, um, we don't know how to do it. We... I really put a lot of emphasis in grocery shopping and planning your meals in, in advance. So I call that Travis's right. law of nutrition. When you plan your meals in advance, you're going to be successful. You know, so every time my client walks out the door in the morning, they should have their lunch. They should have their snacks. They should have everything ready to eat and know when they're eating. But when we don't know when we're eating, again, we get to that point where you're hungry. So now evolution kicks in the body goes, uh, you're going to die. So you throw out, I don't care about being healthy. I need some food fast. And that's where it doesn't matter who you are. You're going to go and get sugary food. You're going to go and get all this bad food. Whatever's fast and convenient. Fast basically. and convenient. Yeah. But the craving, the natural cravings you have because you've been burning energy mm -hmm. are going to lead you toward the types of foods that may not ultimately serve you the best absolutely yeah yeah that makes so much sense mm -hmm. i think it, as we understand how the machinery is working mm -hmm. uh we can take that guilt and shame out of the picture and just understand yeah you're gonna have a natural craving for things that aren't as good for you but but the planning part mm -hmm. as you think that through ahead of time mm -hmm. it puts you in a position to actually do something that's a lot healthier for you yeah, and just um, really being conscious, you know, some days I notice uh, I won't eat, maybe eat as much, you know, excuse me, so I notice that I won't eat as much throughout the day or maybe I didn't get in all my snacks at night. I'm like, gosh, why am I craving sugar? And so, uh, you know, craving sugar is, I mean, it could be lots of things. It could be lack of sleep. It, so your nutrition could be fine. It could be just lack of sleep. It could be stress. It could be a bunch of different things. Um, you know, a lot of it is usually nutrition, but it's, yeah. yeah, craving sugar is a side effect. Wow. We could go on for hours, Travis. Unfortunately, we don't have all that time today. <laughs> yeah. But uh, as people are inspired to do something, uh, you've put together some resources to help out with this whole process. I know you've got a mm -hmm. podcast, you've got a website. Mm -hmm. uh, your website is Be Inspired Together. Dot com is that correct yep. yep and tell us about your podcast or the other resources that are available that yeah so i have to. a podcast it's called your evolution radio so i talk a lot about you know just that evolutionary process focus on nutrition mindset exercise and you know um mm -hmm. just all that stuff being the most confident self having that self-love self-power and just yeah being stronger and they can connect to that through your website. Website, yep. Beinspiredtogether.com. And then you've got a Facebook presence as well. They can follow you there. Yeah, you know, on Instagram and Facebook, I'm always posting a lot of information, exercises, and, and stuff like that. So, yeah, if you want to message me as a friend, uh, I will be your friend. Make it official on, on Facebook. Awesome. Yeah. Facebook official. Facebook official friends. So, yeah. 
um, I get a lot of people approaching me and, and asking questions. And so, yeah, I mean, that's why, you know, I went into this. I want people to feel that same strength and same power that I felt in my life. And, you know, I just see a lot of people doing things counteractive to their goal. And, you know, your body is your most personal and private thing that you have. Yeah. Like that's you. Like when you don't get results with that, it just domino effects in other parts of your life. And, and I've seen it, I've, yeah. I've seen it go bad, but also I've seen the opposite. I've seen it go great and completely switch people's lives around. So that's, that's what I want to do. That's, that's why I'm here. Wonderful. And you've, you've shared some good value with us today here at Live On Purpose Radio. Thanks for joining us today. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. I enjoyed uh, spreading my message. Thanks for, thanks for having me. Oh, it's been a pleasure. So <laughs> folks, this has been Travis Brady. He is your coach. <laughs> he, is, he is your trainer. He is your guide on the side. So um, connect with him as we've, as we've shared that contact with you. It's time, everybody, to live on purpose. Yeah.